Good evening. Um, I was supposed to record, I think, a week or two weeks ago, but I've just been really busy, so apologies um, for all of you that listen regularly. Um, on tonight's episode, and thank you very much again, um, as always, um, on tonight's episode, um, it's a topic that I've always wanted to cover, and I think I've sort of covered it. Um, loosely um, on other podcasts but it's about um, just allowing yourself um, to feel different types of emotions so um, especially when it comes to um, expose your, exposing yourself to um, <clears throat> the arts um, music, philosophy, you know, um, tragedies and all that kind of, you learn so much and I think um, you also feel so much. So um, if it's a tragic song or poetry or, um, um, you know, theatre or something like that, not only is it sad, but there's a life lesson in there. We are always learning, observing. We are always feeling, touching, you know, tasting and all of that. And your sort of, um, whatever we kind of expose ourselves to, we tend to take part of it with us um, throughout life. And you learn lessons from even from tragedies you know yes initially you might cry and think oh my god this is really sad and oh how do they survive and all that kind of stuff but there would there would be a a life lesson that would be in there that you would take away with you and if you happen to have crisis of some kind you would learn you would use those lessons that you've learnt uh, because we learn through observation and exploring. Exploring is a major, major um, um, positive um, contributing element to um, to our learning. And uh, um, so you, you're always learning, like I said. So it's imp- it's important to expose yourself to that. But you're also learning about yourself. Um, like your emotions it's good to know what a you know terrible sadness feels like it's good to know um, what euphoric happiness feels like it's good to know anything you know in between Um, I remember when I was younger one of my cousins um, <laughs> was so funny. She was telling me some story anyway about how she tasted her own tears and that it tasted um, to her quite salty. <laughs> and I remember, um, and this was when I was like um, 18, 19, thereabouts. And I remember looking at her in a very odd way and thinking like, how do you even... Um, think of anything, something like that. What made you? And you know, I was kind of questioning her, and the way she answered me was, um, "Well, it was sort of by accident, but now I know what if you know what it tastes like." <laughs> so, um, 
<clears throat> many things you know do that for us um so it's it's important to expose yourself to these things it's it's a very important to feel all different types of emotions at at different obviously times um and um while you're like while you're feeling or kind of exposing your emotion to these sort of um extremes um extreme different extreme emotions you're also learning you know you're learning what you know um terrible sadness like true melancholy you know feels like you're learning you know through the tragedies or whatever you've read and i remember the other day um i was watching a film i was watching a an old film i don't know what it was but i was watching an old film and um this song came on it was an originally in a a mexican song um and i'm going to try and attempt to <laughs> to um say the title so it's called curcum uh paloma i could be butchering it but do forgive me um and anyways it was about um i think it was about i don't, initially i didn't know what it was about i just really liked the sound of it and that's the other thing i often observe my myself in the songs that i'm drawn to and i don't know the the meaning behind it i just know that i'm drawn to them then later on i'll be like okay i'm going to go and investigate and then i you know get the title and then a guy go and you know <clears throat> research and apparently this song um was about a mexican man who lost his lover his wife or his lover um he said a lover in in the translation and um so he used to cry at night and he would not eat but he would drink to drown out his um pain and and you know it has the the lyrics are so um they are so graphic that when i read it i was quite i was in tears because <laughs> it said things like even the night sky um what was it even the night sky fell pity towards him and it was just so tragic but beautiful at the same time because he was very expressive with his love and all that kind of and so within i didn't even get to like a few lines <laughs> with the song i was like oh my god um so it's it's important to be moved by a film we often learn i know i do you know um we we learn through observation so this is what film does for us um <clears throat> how would we know or not how would we know but rather yeah in a way if you like how would we know what loneliness feels like um if it wasn't projected on a, on a screen like um the director Wan Kar-wai um a lot of his films contain sadness or loneliness or isolation or they contain like so many 
um, people in their own world and 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 that's what he's famous for you know so without that kind of projection without the you wouldn't even find words to describe what you're feeling we know now what it feels like but what i'm saying is without that kind of projection um you wouldn't know what it is you wouldn't know how to describe it um you know you just you just once you sort of expose yourself in this way you seem to the soul seems to grow in terms of experience and you're much more articulate with your words you're much more expressive um with what you want to say you don't get lost or you don't get yeah you don't get lost um like if you t- if you ask someone some people um and I've, you know, got personal experiences, even in my own family and friends. Sometimes, you know, if they're, if they're in pain, let's say their shoulder is hurting, they could never exactly tell you it's the shoulder. They would tell you, maybe it's my back, I'm not quite sure, maybe it's the side of my stomach. And they'll give you all these areas, but they can never pinpoint it, you know, or even describe the pain. Is it a mild pain? Is it a you know, 10, you know, and we need to be very, um, very expressive in everything, in what you want, in what you, um, in what you want. And, um, you know, even in the law of attraction, it tells you to describe the thing in great detail. So, you know, God and the universe does not get it wrong or does not give you a very vague, vague um, something. But be descriptive, you know, very, like be very detailed. Say that it's red, like even describe the type of red because there's so many shades of red. Um, I personally like the red that only has a blue undertone because that one is a lot more favorable with um with any skin tone whereas there's there's a type of red that has orange undertone and that makes your teeth look really yellow and it, it makes you look like you're <laughs> anemic or something and so I don't like that at all um whereas the the blue the red with the blue undertone just just looks so rich and so fabulous and you get to um it also brightens up your complexion especially if you're coming out of an illness or you just don't feel like yourself on that day or you know I often if I'm entertaining family or if I'm going over to the family and I don't want to put on that much I would just put on my um very basic you know um foundation and my red lipstick and a black eyeliner and that's it um so anyway (laughs) um so it's important to learn about your emotions and um and learn about all these things like i said the philosophy the arts the you know the 
tragedies, the history, the whatever exposure continuously forever. You have to have this sort of mindset where you're forever learning and exposing yourself into different um different experiences um things like travel really broadens our horizon and we allow we allow ourselves to um we allow ourselves to or you become less judgmental you become less you know close-minded you become just a very you know um you become very cultured very um i don't know what the word is very um mellow very mellow person whereas someone that doesn't travel they tend to they're in this bubble um of their life they their day-to-day life and they don't especially the ones that don't read they don't travel they don't learn anything like a new language or just anything they're very dull in fact i don't know i think it was um um one of the philosophers i forgot his name who said (laughs) most of the world he said this is not even like limited to a country he said most of the world are dull and plain i'd rather be anything but dull and plain because that implies you don't have and he's right i fully agree with him because there is no sense of wonder like i told you with family members i have observed um when they're in pain or if they are even if they're lost you know they've gone to a you know part of the part of london that i'm that they're not they don't usually go they sort of they panic and they never detail enough that you could sort of figure out where they are and you have to kind of go well put your location thing on and all that kind of stuff <laughs> otherwise you feel like it's it's quite a miracle you know if we find them um so it's 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 a, it's incredibly um important that you're detailed you're expressive you're very articulate um and you you know you expose yourself to these sort of um the arts and the music and and all the rest of it the philosophies the tragedies go to the theater go to the museum go go to africa i don't know just exposure exposure you know um that's how we learn and also you learn a lot more than than what you bargain for you might love the food or the culture or the language or the history of the place so there's so much um my auntie one of the one time when i was going to um I, do, I don't know where i was going i think i was going to kuwait or back home in somalia um what she said was as she was leaving and we were packing and the taxi was coming, she said, um, <clears throat> make sure you enjoy yourself. Um, the part, you know, the person that, the part of, there's a part of you that's going to go to this holiday and there will be another part of you that's coming back. And as I was, you know, 
in the taxi, I was thinking about that. And um, she's right. By the by, the time I went on holiday, yes, first two weeks, we, I have to get used to the weather. And I was complaining, typical tourist stuff, you know. I'm fed up and I'm too hot and I'm not enjoying the holiday and I don't like the food and the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but the last three weeks, I was really traveling so much I was eating so many different foods and you know um, going to so many different gatherings and parties and weddings and it was fabulous and so by the time I returned um, I was much thinner um, I learned so much and I've, so, and I've seen so many beautiful places and I can tell you I was completely different um, so that's how we feel each time we travel. You could just travel even outside a city. You don't necessarily need to leave a country, even though it's better, you know. Um, but if you just go outside the city, uh, you get the same same experience. Um, that That's the trick to keep moving, keep learning, and make sure you're living, not just existing existing just says you're breathing waiting for death sort of thing whereas living is all about change and movement and um new things and new experiences and it just has a lot of movement to it to it whereas existence is it's just you're just breathing um <laughs> And uh, um, allow yourself to feel different types of emotions. You know, some people, um, one of my uh, friend um, has anxiety and depression. And so uh, she can never describe what what she's feeling. I don't know if it's... Um, she's not used to the conditions or if it's different each time but she can never describe what she's feeling and and you often I often have to kind of sort of guess and and kind of um feed it back to her does it feel like this and you know this is this what you feel and um on the scale of 1 to 10, where are you? Do you see what I mean? I have to do this sort of... Um, um, sort of help her communicate. Um, whereas another person, they might just tell you, listen, my anxiety is, you know, over the roof and I'm just not into doing this or whatever today. And they're much more forward and it's important to be like that so many motivational speakers you know speak of um the importance of just saying what you feel um even just describing a song like sometimes when you listen to a song what does it feel like to you or what do you get, what what do you get out of it like if it's your favorite song what is the continuous um feeling that it feeds you um is it is it a happy song is it a sad song do you like the music um do you like the video 
do you like the voice, the tone, you know, or the lyrics or the meaning? You have to understand, like, what is it saying and why do I like it? So you, you're almost, um, you're observing yourself. Um, the, the observer and the observed are the same. So um, you have to kind of um, go about it that way in anything. Look at the books you're reading. Um, at the moment I'm reading let's see <clears throat> oh, it's a big book I still haven't finished it's Alan D. Botton Status Anxiety and it's a brilliant brilliant um, book it's you know thought provoking and it's all about you know the status anxiety that we all feel. So the book talks about the um, why do we like being famous so much? Even those of us that are not famous, it, there's a there's a part of us that desires it. Of course, you know when it gets a bit too much. Let's say we are famous, then when it gets a bit too much and <laughs> our, our private lives are you know invaded, then we find it a bit too much. But initially. We like it because, um, or we love it because it's sort of like it's the it's the feedback system. You know, you feel good, and because people have noticed you or recognized you in public, and you know, um, and it it does this feedback loop thing where you're recognized and then this gives you a bit of a euphoric feeling and then next time you're recognized again <laughs> um so that's what the book talks about why is it what do we like about it why is it important for us to have it and is it really worth the the energy um at the end of it and that's all sort of things that it's in, you know investigating so um give it a go I like books, anything, whether it's songs or philosophy or <clears throat> tragedies or whatever it is. I like um, something that teaches me something that I haven't thought of before or I haven't experienced before. Or I'm, you know, I wasn't sure about or I haven't heard about or, you know, it's good to... Um, continuously expose yourself to these um you know um types of knowledge and um yeah so that's that's very important um and it's part of your growth you will become a lot more wiser you know uh, and beyond your years uh, which is a good thing so learn from others um, even if it's someone, well, you know, why, why are you, um, into that person or, or the quality of that person? What, how, what did you notice about them or what do they embody that you seem to find, um, attractive or fascinating or, you know, so it doesn't matter what it is, but just question it investigate it make it your life goal to um learn as much as you possibly can um audiobooks are brilliant so you could cook and clean and do whatever it is you do 
and get um get your reading done um but equally the um the arts and the music and the philosophies and all of that the theater and all those places are all, all those things are also um great way of um exposing yourself travel is another brilliant one um that's all i wanted to say on this podcast i will hopefully do another um topic hopefully this week i thank you again for listening and uh um let me know what you think of tonight's topic and uh what other topics you want me to cover and uh um good night and thank you again